Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of The Natural Know-It-All. My name is Caroline and I run a green beauty YouTube and Instagram. I usually feature a whole bunch of product reviews and talk to you guys about what's the latest and greatest in green beauty, but I felt like I needed a space to talk about much more than that, and podcasts felt like a really natural transition to me. I'm a big podcast person. I think there's something about having it playing in the background when I'm doing my hair, my makeup, doing the dishes, that just gives me a little bit of extra comfort, and I feel like it's really fun to listen to. So since I started my YouTube channel and since I've gotten into green beauty I feel like it's opened a whole new world which I feel like I've sort of mentioned on my YouTube channel before but it's this whole idea of when you start questioning one thing then you question others and that's sort of what this podcast is about. We're going to be talking about health, wellness, travel, leisure, cooking, all of that sort of stuff that I don't get a chance to talk about over on my YouTube channel and you never know there might be a couple of green beauty products that I bring up too because that is a large part of my life and a true love and passion of mine. But the natural know-it-all is just as much about you guys as it is about me. So I'm going to go ahead and put the first plug of many in here to please email the natural know-it-all at gmail.com with any episode ideas, anything that's on your brain in terms of health and wellness and different trends that are coming up. I'd love to discuss them on here with you and with others. I feel like for today's episode, just a general introduction of who I am and how I even got involved in this community is probably relatively important to all of you who are listening, so that's what we'll be diving into today, but I just want to make a blanket statement that by no means am I claiming to be the natural know-it-all. In fact, I think us as a collective group are the natural know-it-alls, and this hopefully will be a resource for you guys to sort of bounce around ideas, to hear different things that are going on in the health and wellness community and together the goal will just be to be our own know-it-alls and to be the person that people come to in our friend group in our family for advice and to have this podcast as a resource I think it's probably also important for me to mention here that my sister Sarah was the one who came up with the name so I have to put in a little shout out she said that she'd get five percent of any profits that I make so Sarah let's hope this goes big <laughs> thank you so much for the name suggestion So how did I get involved in this community? Well, I think it started a really, really long time ago. In fact, now I look at my life and I think about a lot of the stuff that I do for health and wellness are sort of on trend, but I found them in really unique, really organic ways, um, some harder than others. But I guess my story starts with being diagnosed with celiac when I was about 10 or 11 years old. Um, so this was a while ago. <laughs> and people hadn't even heard of what celiac was. It was sort of this like coming out of left field, what is gluten, what is gluten free. And I remember that I was diagnosed because my oldest sister, Anna, had a lot of the symptoms um, of someone who has celiac. And they must have tested her for everything else under the sun before they came to that finding. But finally, one brilliant doctor who was local to us said, hey, has your daughter been tested for celiac? And my parents were like, no, what the heck is that? 
So she was tested and it obviously came back positive. And since it is something genetic, my parents felt like, okay, well, we have one kid with this, let's get everyone else tested. And so lucky me, my test came back positive as well. Um, I ended up having to do a blood test, which I think actually was negative, but when they went in to do an endoscopy, that's when they saw that I had some scarring um, in my small intestine and other areas that looked like celiac. So they're like, this looks funny, we're just saying, you know, she has celiac and she should stay away from gluten, should be on a gluten-free diet. And my parents were actually very sweet. They decided that they would tell me after my trip to Italy with my family, we had been taking this beautiful Italian vacation and had so much pasta and bread and it was delicious. And then when I came back, they told me that I was no longer allowed to eat that stuff. And I remember grabbing a bag of gluten-free Cheetos and just running up to the room and crying because I was 10 years old and I was like, what am I supposed to eat? No cake, no cookies, what is this? And you guys have to remember, this was back in the time when no one knew what gluten-free was. So no one knew what to offer me when I would go over to their house. No one knew how to deal with me. I didn't even really understand what gluten was. Um, I had to have like a long conversation with both of my parents about what I could and what I couldn't eat and I have so many memories of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm on the outs. <laughs> I remember my fifth grade teacher, us reading a book about someone who couldn't eat pizza and then him making a statement saying, oh man, could you guys imagine not eating pizza, how hard that would be? And I remember thinking, yep, that's me, that's me and the poor guy, I don't think he knew what he did, but I remember coming home and being so upset that day. But everything got better, you know, I got more and more used to it. I have to admit that I wasn't the perfect child when it came to it. It was hard for me to understand because it wasn't an allergy. It wasn't something that if I ate it, you know, my throat would close or whatever. Um, sometimes it would just be a stomach ache. Sometimes it would be nothing. So I didn't really understand why I had to do this at the time. And obviously, as I got older, I got better about it. Um, but there are definitely times when I was younger where I would still eat it or someone would offer me a cookie and I would eat it and not even think about it. Yeah, it was sort of a learning curve. But that's kind of where this foundation comes from because from such an early age, I was taught to question everything. I was taught to read the ingredients on the back of something. I was taught to ask questions about what is in this. I was taught to say, I need an exception. Um, and it was tough. I mean, I'm definitely a quiet, sort of laid back person. And to be high maintenance and to be sort of out of control in terms of high maintenance, like I can't control it, I have to be this way, was really difficult and was certainly a learning curve. And so that's something that really made me grow up relatively fast. Um, I think you probably would feel that way if you had an allergy or even if your kid has an allergy. You know, you want them to be safe and you want them to be aware of what's going on. And I think that my parents did the best they could in terms of that. So that was my first sort of health conscious moment growing up. And then as I continue to grow up, you know, we live in California. We have access to a lot of organic produce. Um, organic is sort of like the new normal in the town that I grew up in. Everyone was very healthy and sort of health conscious. I look back now and I think about friends who didn't have microwaves, stuff like that. So that was sort of my foundation. And then really when I had the second sort of health 
coming to was in college. So it started my freshman year and I took a course on anthropology. Um, and I forget what it was called. It was like Anthropology 15 and it was by far my favorite course that I ever took. I actually studied graphic design so this was just for a general ed credit but it was more about like primatology and primates and um, sort of how we're similar, how we're different, and one thing that I learned a lot about were hormones and how hormones really drive a lot of the decisions that we make and how it's very interesting in modern life that hormones can still have such a big influence over the actions that we take. And that was sort of my second come to of being like, wow, we have these majestical bodies, <laughs> like we need to treat them well, I need to be eating better, I need to be doing better. And then everything sort of snowballed from there. So unfortunately, um, I was injured and had a pretty serious back injury that took me out of school for a while. And during that time, I felt completely helpless. It was like I was 20 years old and I had back issues. Like, what? what is going on here? Not only that, but I had also, the earlier that year, had started to get migraines. And they weren't like the typical migraines that you think of. They're vestibular migraines. So it meant that I could feel really dizzy and really disoriented at random times. And it's still something that I sort of struggle with today and haven't quite found a solution to. But I had all these scary health things going on that were completely out of my control and not something that I could take a magic pill to go away from. And that's when I really started to evaluate the way I was living my life and I tried to think of ways that I could take back some control. I think anytime you have something chronic going on, anytime you have a lot of pain, you feel really helpless and that's okay. And this is definitely something that I've talked about on my channel before. In fact, I made a whole video on chronic pain so you guys will have to check that out if you want more information. But yeah, you feel very helpless and to feel like you can do something to make a difference even if it's not solving the problem or the issue that's causing you the chronic pain but maybe it's solving a different problem feels really really good and that's sort of where clean eating and natural beauty came in for me um, I had a lot of time to read when I was sort of on my back and recovering and when I was reading I would read about ingredients I've always been someone who's loved cosmetics I think I've told a story before about say saving up my allowance for months and months and months as like a 12 year old and going to buy a Chanel compact and literally treasuring it. I still have it to this day. There's something about the packaging and the product and the glamour and all of that that I've always been obsessed with. So when I started to learn that there are these icky ingredients in so many of the things that we're using, I decided that I wanted to make a platform to be able to share it. And that's sort of where my channel came out of. I originally had started as a conventional beauty channel and I mean, I'm a Lisa Aldridge fan, like in and out. If you guys don't know her, her videos are completely therapeutic. Um, and I felt like, oh, like I need to do something like this. And so I started it with that intention. And then as I was learning more and more about ingredients, that's when I transitioned over to natural beauty. And after that transition, um, there are a couple of other things that happened. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disorder. Um, that has been something that is very new to me and I'm still trying to figure out. So I'll certainly we'll be discussing lots of trials and error when it comes to that on this podcast. But when I found natural beauty and started to question another thing besides dietary things in my life, I realized that it sort of opened me up to a whole new world and I started to question things in terms of sustainability, in terms of what was going on in our world, everything that I could, I started to 
question and it sort of led to this very eye-opening experience and I feel like if you talk to a lot of people they say that they started to question one area of their life and then it led to you know opening their eyes to so many different things and that's sort of where I'm at right now and I'm definitely very much immersed in this health and wellness community um, my family is very much immersed in it because of all the autoimmune diseases we have, because I have a sister who has background in nutrition, and all of us have very special dietary needs, and so it's sort of ingrained in me now to look at the world in a very different way than I think your average person in their 20s. And there's some pros and cons to that for sure. I definitely live very much like a 50 year old woman and I always tell people oh you know what I'm gonna be at my prime when I'm like 50 and have kids and settled and all of that because I don't think I've ever sort of felt my age I think I've always felt a lot older and mostly for health reasons um so that's sort of my experience and why I got involved in this community there are lots of things that I'm really excited to talk to you guys about but I also want to know what you're excited about so I hope this was a little introduction in terms of why I'm even starting this and why I'm even here and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed it make sure to email the natural know-it-all at gmail.com with any topics that you guys want to cover any questions that you might have for me we will definitely be talking about it I can't wait to get some guests on here and I think next week I'll be coming from a very fun location so hint hint if any of you are in the Austin area and have any recommendations of places to go please let me know either email me or find me on Instagram on cosmetics by Caroline um, hopefully I'll be able to figure out a way to write all this down for you so that you can keep track of me but I'm really excited to be on this journey with you guys and I can't wait for you to be the natural know-it-all in your household all right guys I will talk to you very soon and see you next Sunday bye